You're listening to Freud's Angels, where we talk about where the science of the mind meets the spirit of the heart. Each week, we'll discuss ways to create awareness of yourself and your reaction to the world around you today, as well as healing events of the past. I'll be bringing in both traditional and non-traditional psychology concepts, and I'll be bringing the healing through the lens of our heart and how to heal what we discover creating a powerful connection between what our heart needs and what our mind thinks we want. Now we're your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Vanessa. Now let's get into the show. Hey, angels. Welcome back to the Freud's Angel podcast. Speaking of angels, what are we doing today, Vanessa? We are going to be introduced to the angels. (laughs) I think, um, Probably a lot of people who've watched our lives and participated, um, you know, they hear a lot about it. Um, If you're listening to the podcast, you hear about the angels. It's obviously part of our name. (laughs) But like, what are we really talking about with angels? I think most people kind of can only connect to the idea of like a guardian angel. Mm -hmm. And that maybe is a gateway into what we're going to talk about. But I think that that's... um, you know, like, I think that's probably important. Like, where's Amy getting this info from? <laughs> what is this? Who is she? That we're talking More than about? voices in her head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think it's perfect. I think, it, I think it's a good one for us to, um, you know, so, to, to go into. I agree. And I think that, oh, sorry. That was my crystal. Um, I think <laughs> there's a misnomer in that people think that, Um, They either can't or don't or have a hard time finding that relationship with their own individual angels. Um, I think sometimes people have a relationship, but they kind of think that, oh, it's just something I do. And they're not really, it's kind of something that comforts them, but they're really not sure. Um, Or some people just have a super connection to the angels and are constantly that that's their guiding power, which is beautiful and amazing. Um, so wherever you're at with your angels and your relationship with your angels, we're, I'm here to just share my own and to share possibilities of what, you know, what they are. And you're right. Everybody starts with that guardian angel. Um, I chose when I first started on this journey, I chose angel Michael. This is what they do when they're coming through me is they make me yawn because I get tired when I'm like in the and they're around I'm like okay because it takes so much energy but um (laughs) you'll notice what I'm reading I yawn a lot so yeah um but I chose Angel Michael as my guardian angel because for so long I felt afraid I felt vulnerable so I needed protection I need somebody to keep me safe you know, I made that huge move out to Arizona and I, the whole way I did was I just talked to him. I'm like, please keep me safe. Please keep my cat safe and all my belongings and please make my car run properly, you know, so that we made it. And I just, you know, I really, for so long, I called on him and he was like my kind of, I used to call my ride or die, um, an angel. And he was always there, always there. Um, and I think that's one that a lot of people connect with is Angel Michael, um, because he is the protector. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, he is, he keeps us safe. Um, he, every time I get into a car for a long journey, I always invoke him, do some Reiki symbols on my car, 
kind mm-hmm. of keep it, protect us, keep us safe. Um, and that's who I ride with. A lot of people associate the color blue with him. Because okay. um, uh, I don't know what color I associated with him. I didn't associate a color with him. I don't think, um, but, you know, he's, he appears the thing to know about angels. I'm going to be all over the place because I'm going to remember things that I wanted to say halfway through. I'm talking about something else. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is, is that your relationship with your angels are, is your own. Mm-hmm. You may have a very serious, a very reverent relationship with your angels. You may have a funny relationship. I laugh. We have a good time. We, um, the angels and I joke. Angel Michael can have some kind of a, he's, he can be kind of funny sometimes um, as he appears to me, but that doesn't mean that that's the way he's going to appear to you. You create your own relationship with them, how you need to utilize their unconditional love, their energy that's around you. If you're a very reverent person, if you're a very religious person, you will call on them when you need them. Um, You'll call on them you know, when, when you need protection or when you need healing and that's how you work with them. I work with them every day um, because not only through my work as a healer, but through my work as a reader and for myself, sometimes I forget to call on my angels. Like this weekend I was in, I'm kind of like in a little bit of an emotional turmoil. Um, I wouldn't say turmoil, but just an emotional overload. Um, and you know, and I, yesterday I didn't even think to stop and go, Hey, I need some love. You know, I didn't think to call on angel Cassiel or angel, um, Raphael for some healing because I forgot, you know, it was like, because I was in my 3d brain, I was really wrapped up in, in what I was experiencing that I forget. We all do. I'm a healer. I forget that I can heal myself. It's right. It's the way of it. We're human. We're 3d and we're human and we forget. Um, just understand that our angels and our guides are, can be omnipresent. I can be talking to Michael today and across the town, somebody else can be also talking to Michael and using his energy to heal. That's the great thing about the angels is we don't have a monopoly over them. We can't, we're not bothering them, so to speak. Um, And we are, uh, we're just utilizing a fraction of their energy. Trust me. Cause they can be all over the, all over town in every healers, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, healing room and, and with everybody, with every person who calls on them, they're always with them. So never fear that you're bothering them or that you're taking away from someone else. It's just not possible. So it's funny when you're talking about an angel, Michael, I'm thinking of that John Travolta movie where his name was Michael and he was an angel. And I'm like, I'm going to have to watch it again with this idea in my head. <laughs> like, <laughs> that wasn't a mistake, I bet. I think as, as the awakening happens, as we learn stuff, I think, and you know, people who are listening right now, you'll look around and you'll see things that have a right in front of your face that you didn't realize, you know, were bigger than just a thing that was there or just a person or just a, a, an idea that they were, you know, that they really have deep, deep meaning. Yeah, absolutely. And they can come from all, all, you know, all different ways. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, my angels will come by, you know, this morning I was putting away my trash and I heard this, we have carports here at my apartment complex and 
I heard this tink, 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 tink on the carport near, near the trash. And, and I'm like, and I, you know, I have crows in my yard because they eat all the worms that come up after they, um, cause they water the lawns. And so they come and eat all, you know, and so I, I looked up and there's this crow. It's really scraggly, really, really scraggly. And I'm like, and I just kind of looked at him and I'm like, what messages you got for me today? And then I could hear Angel Michael going, well, he ain't got no great messages. Obviously he's been through the ringer. He needs your messages. <laughs> it's like, oh, so I sent him a little healing, like, you know, because he, he looked pretty scraggly, like his yeah. feathers were not quite right. And he looked yeah. like he had, you know, so we, <laughs> we experience him in the weirdest, oddest places. You mm-hmm. know, they give us these weirdest, oddest messages, you know, um, but Michael now recently, um, well, I would say within the last two, three years, I, um, I learned integrated energy therapy works with nine healing angels, um, and different angels, you know, to heal you're connected to angel Ariel, which is, she's like the supervisory. (laughs) She's, she's the overseer. Um, she's the boss. And so we work with them and then I learned healing angel protocol. Well, that opened me up to a whole new set of angels, a whole new set of guides uh, because a lot of times our guides are just not our angels. We all have guides of, you know, I at one time had a, had a person, you know, a guide that's from another era, from another, like from another country. Oh, guys, I, first of all, disclaimer, my cat is some kind of being some kind of way today and you're going to hear her because yeah, she's that annoying today. Anyways, I digress. So, um, when we did level three, which was the activation, we begin to work with Metatron's cube. Okay, friends. Whew. The first, (laughs) the first time I meditate, we meditated and we worked with Metatron. I like, my mentor was like, you look like you just had a good time. And I'm like, (laughs) he was so like, he appears to me as a very kind of muscular angel, very kind, very loving, very warm hearted, very, you can do it. That solid. And like, there's that solid feeling of, you know, just it's okay. You've got this, that encouragement, that sense of, you know, and I was just like, Oh my God. I was like Jason Momoa. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling a Jason Momoa vibe. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> and so, and it's funny because now I work in this trifecta between me, Angel Michael and Angel Metatron. When Metatron comes in, we always greet each other like old friends. Mm-hmm. And then Michael comes in and is like, what about me? Did you forget about me? And so now we're kind of in this kind of like this angel love triangle. And <laughs> So that's, I mean, I know you guys think it's crazy, but it's true because whenever I, whenever Angel Metatron shows up, the Angel Michael's not too far behind him. Yeah. Listen, so I'm going to tell you something like, and you know, we all know I love to be the bridge and I'm going to bridge again right here. It's like, if you, if you're over here doing what, what Amy is suggesting might be possible of like, wow, that sounds nuts. If you have ever gotten into that mindset of the angel and the devil on your shoulder you can surely understand the 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 connection with two different like entities and energy bodies because it's the same 
it's the same exact concept with different yeah. um, personalities, if you will, if that's how it, how you can bridge that gap. But it's, I mean, it literally is like that is like, if you can think of, if you talk about an angel and a devil and having that dichotomy, then you can certainly understand that there might be different levels and parts and things that that are con- conceptually the same so love triangle does not sound <laughs> crazy it sounds an awful lot like a better triangle between me angel and devil yeah. <laughs> right. i would much rather be in a triangle it's a win-win a situation <laughs> right <laughs> so, so i know some of you may have heard of uh, metatron's matrix metatron's cube metatron you know some of you have heard that well that's it's a pretty powerful sac- piece of sacred geometry um i you know it's funny because i teach healing angel protocol now and i would say like go through it because for even just once for yourself it's worth it just by what you get out of level 3 which is the activation holy crap that's when I took my healing to the whole next level and I really accessed some really powerful tools and some really powerful energy just, and doing it just for yourself that you, the first round, the, the first time you take the course, it's for yourself. You know, most of us have taken it twice <laughs> because we love it. That's how much, you know, and when we, the first round is helping us with our own shit, you know, clearing ourselves, activating ourselves, excuse me for the yawning and, you know, really stepping into that. And then, and then when you do it again, you look more towards, okay, now I'm good. How can I use this to help others? Yeah. And you can, you know, and you know that one, you know, you can just take one round and know how to do all of that. But Mm -hmm. I think that we never realized how deep the healing was going to go when taking the, you know, you clear the cellular memory and then you get the activation and it was really kind of an amazing thing. So it's like reading a book the second time and getting a whole different level of understanding about it. Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause you're in a different space energetically. percent. So, you know, so since then Metatron's one of my main guides, uh, Michael is as well. Um, Michael is always will and always be my, you know, a dear, dear friend, but Metatron and I are, are just, yeah, we're pretty much tied at the hip. He's always kind of in my ear about things. Um, and you know, kind of helping me stay empowered. One of his characteristics, you know, oddly enough, no, it's not oddly. We all know that this is no joke. So angel Metatron is he kind of teaches people how to use their spiritual power for good. Um, and you know, they, he, they say he's the angel of empowerment and he and angel Sandalfon are two angels that are said to have been human. One of the two that have said that said that they were, that they were actually human in human form. Um, and so he's just, yeah, he's here to empower. He's here to help lift you up. He's here to help, um, you just stay courageous and just do the things that you're here to do. Now, sometimes I find people can't access him, um, or they're not getting much from him. Well, it's because you maybe have some clearing to do. He's always there. But sometimes we don't understand what they're saying because we're not at a high enough vibration. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. There are things that a filter of many other things, I'm sure. And whereas there, there's things that, you know, Angel Michael would just talk about. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, there's no way. And I realized is that I wasn't there yet. I wasn't at that vibration. So, you know, a lot of things. Um, the, uh, one of the, uh, my other favorite angels is Angel Raphael. Now, funny enough, Raphael, people see him with green healing energy. Um, I see him with light blue energy. That's why I'm saying is that you create your relationship with the angels. Don't, and you know, when I was like any other relationship that totally makes sense, you know, you're going to, they're going to come to you in the way that they're meant to come to you. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also, I, I encourage you to not look at images online. I, this is, this is, I'll just say it because I don't, they're all like cisgendered white people. And I believe that they can appear to us in any ethnicity that, that, that feels right. So if they appear to you as, you know, brown people, as, you know, as, as people of a different ethnicity, you know, that's, that's fine. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's your relationship. It's how you feel they are. It's their energy to you. Make it your own. That's another reason why I don't do a lot of IET is because everybody but one was white. There's no, Daniel was the only one that was of color. And it just, so it kind of like, so weird when you really think about it yeah i mean like considering, considering a lot of the stuff is so ancient when we weren't the ones doing this work they were all brown people <laughs> like, <laughs> like how did they turn into white people i'm imagining that that wasn't you know in ancient times commonplace yeah. so where did that well i know where that came from that's a whole other thing. yeah but yeah i love i love i, I love <laughs> We did it but too. I love actually, that you brought that up because I think I think that that's major for all of this stuff. And even when people come for readings, you know, like, and you say it every time that we do readings, but like, don't give up your power to a reader. But I feel like it goes all encompassing of like, don't think you can't access these people. Don't think that what they're saying is the be all end all because that's their connection with that angel. That's their connection with that spirit. And yours has to be separate, just like it is with people. You know, like if we think about that, like my connection to you is very different than your connection with some of your other friends. It doesn't mean mine's right and theirs is wrong. It just means that that's very personal from person to person. And like really important. I don't think you're able to have a true connection with guides, spirits, angels, anything, if you're not allowing it to be your own, if you're trying to force it to be what somebody else's is, you're not going to be able to make like that's that real true connection. You know, you're, you're, you're manufacturing something. Exactly. And also you're also, you're, you're creating from someone else's vision. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's something that you just have to be careful, just be careful. And, and it's okay to use it as a start. Like I had to use it as in the beginning, cause I had no, no reference. Um, right. But when I began to interact more and more, my clear, vi- uh, my clear vision, like just started to open up. I could see them better. I saw how they appear to me in colors better, like angel Michael's dark blue, angel Raphael's blue, angel Gabriel, 
he's not green to people, but to me, his energy is velvet green. So mm-hmm. like, it's just, again, it's, it's, it's just my own personal experience with that angel, but yours is going to be way different. So angel Gabriel is the next one. And angel Gabriel, a lot of these angels, yes, were in the Bible and sometimes the old Testament and the new Testament verses, but again, create your own relationship with them. Angel Gabriel to me has a lot to do with our intuition. He Mm -hmm. is a very supportive person when you're starting to open up your, your, all your senses and all your, um, your clairs, so to speak, your clair audience, clair sentient, clair visual, whatever you, he there, he's there to help you. Um, he's also very connected to, you know, connective to God, like our intuition, our spirit. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's right there to help us. Um, again, to me, he has this beautiful velvet green energy and, um, in IET, he, he helps us clear our third eye to, to, to instill trust, to clear out any, um, doubt about our intuitive self, our connection to spirit, our connection to God. That's kind of how he helps. Um, angel Uriel, um, is about, uh, truth, exposing the truth, bringing clarity to a situation. Um, they, they, they expose the truth. There's something, let me, let me go check, but there's something that I read that is about, um, they, yes, an open hand with a flame or a sun representing the truth. Yep. Yes. The angel of wisdom who shines the light of God's truth on those who speak okay. on those who spend with the light, right? Like shining the light on the truth. Like we, we all can kind of identify with that saying to sort of be able to link that. Right. So if you need the clarity, if you need to see the truth of the situation, angel Uriel is your, is your angel. Um, you can hear me right now. Uriel, I need a light. <laughs> Bring in the light. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and I see that that's the thing is like, you know, maybe some people would be a little bit more calm about that situation and calling, but I'm like, this is how I am, right? Like that's, that's going to be my, my connection is going to be, you know, what I need it to be, not you know, like I'm not trying to conform to some sort of idea of what it's like. I think that, that, you know, even just now people that are listening right now, thinking about like a connection with an angel, they they probably have like an idea in their mind of what that's like, what it's supposed to look like, who the people who connect with angels look like, even, you know, like there's a lot of preconceived notions around all of the things that we talk about. But I think this especially, you know, of, of a space that people have a hard time getting into because it's so expansive and we're a society of like definite, you know, we need definition, we need, you know, absoluteness and like, you don't get any less absolute than this area. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. but I, you know, like I, I, I like the, the idea of, you know, as people are listening to this podcast and listening to you go through 
you know, these, these angel names and what they do, you know, really trying to think about what it means to you. Yeah. Those words and what, what it calls to you. Like for me, you know, thinking like the light, like I can understand even situations where I might need the light more than, than, you know, more than other times. So it's like ingraining in my head that that's who I can ask for, you know, because I'm making that that, that mental connection and, you know, it's all well and good to listen, but if you're not making a mental connection, it's going to be difficult. You're going to have to listen to this many, many times (laughs) because you're trying to memorize instead of connecting. Yep. Yeah. And even, and I, and I encourage you to, um, choose one that's easy to connect to. There's Mm -hmm. always, you're going to have an affinity for one. Angel Michael was my affinity for a long time. He was my, my, he was right next to me all the time. Whenever I would call him, I was scared. I was upset. I needed comfort. I needed, you know, reassurance. He was always right there always. And he's like, thanks for giving me my due. <laughs> my, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, and then, and then, you know, and then when I met Metatron and I knew that he was going to be part of my angel team, um, you know, it's, it's calling in that energy. It's called, it's knowing your affinity. Now I have two angels on my team that are on my, like my ride or die team. Um, and, you know, and I think that, choose one, learn about them, learn how they show up, do a simple meditation and just, you know, allowing yourself to say, just say out loud that, um, or in your mind or in your heart, just say, you know, angel Metatron, I'd like to meet you or angel Gabriel. I'd like to meet you today, you know, and just see how they appear. Maybe you get a smell, maybe you get a sense of color. Maybe you see a blurry form. Sometimes they'll show themselves. You know, Angel Metatron sometimes shows up with his wings and sometimes he shows up without his wings. Mm -hmm. So they're not always going to show up the same way every time, but just like uh, I don't show up the same way every time. Exactly. So it's, (laughs) I love it. They show up how we need them to show up. That's the great thing about angels. They know what we need before we do. And that, you know, and sometimes maybe just ask, you know, I, I, you know, I'd love to meet a new angel today. Even if you don't name them, just stick with one, get a feeling for them. Or if you already have one that you have an affinity towards, just connect with them. Just begin to talk to them, begin to, um, you know, just create that relationship and what they're here to help you do. Ask them how, you know, what are you here to help me with? Or how are you here to help me? Um, and on my journey and they'll tell you, they'll, they love it. They'll tell you they're so, they're so good like that. Um, and allow yourself to have fun. You know, I know some people want to take this seriously to a point where it's so serious. Um, but I encourage you to have fun with it, to have fun with creating your relationship with them. And, you know, and also, and this is maybe a little bit controversial because of Ooh, how sorry. people feel about religion and how people feel about accessing the energy. But I encourage you to create a relationship with the, with the Jesus consciousness, with Jesus. Jesus walks with me every day. Like he is right here. Absolutely. 
he is right here all the time. He is always with me. He and he has a, he, I, I think all of my beings and all of my guides have great senses of humor, but that's because I need them to, because I joke around a lot. You know, a lot of times I'll call him the baby G, like the baby Jesus, because that's, yeah, that's what, and I asked before I did, and he was like, that's fine. And I said, okay. So I call him sometimes the baby Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> like when I'm like in a moment, like, yeah, baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, right. Like you said, like, I feel like it, there's a tendency to try to want to be serious about it, but understanding that those moments of humor are, are connection to, they're not lost. They're not just words. They're really, you really are calling out and getting what you're looking for. And some people may be like, Oh my God, it's blasphemy. No, it's not. It's, it's my connection, but I laugh. I joke, we have fun, but I'm very reverent and I'm very grateful. And I'm very, I honor who they are. I honor the power that they have, the ability to help me. I am grateful and I am always heartfelt in that gratitude towards them and thanking them and always giving them, you know, the sense of reverence. But my life, humor diffuses my upset. Humor helps me cope with vulnerability overload. Humor helps me maneuver through depression. And they know that, which is why they bring the humor to the table. Um, Some people need it different. Maybe you need a very quiet, reverent way of that's perfect. As long as it works for you, as long as you're not disrespectful. And as long as you have that, that sense of understanding that gratitude and reverence, that's all you need. You can have, you can joke, you can laugh, you can be serious, whatever it is. But I encourage you to create your own relationship because Like I never thought in my wildest dreams before I really understood Jesus's um, connection with me that I could laugh with him, but he plays jokes on me all the time. And when I realized what he was doing, I was like, oh, you know, I can, you mean I can drop this series? (laughs) And once I figured it out, he was like, oh, thank God. He was like, you're a little uptight. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, see, and uh, and like when you talk about the controversy of Jesus, I'm like, yes, let's do it. Because I mean, I have always believed this, even when I was, uh, you know, a blasphemous little girl in Catholic school, <laughs> like this dude walked around working magic. He was doing magic. If he was healing sick and all that kind of stuff, like that's some magical shit right there. So it's pretty witchy, you know, like I felt like that's interesting (laughs) you know like and I get that we that we raise them up because of that but I feel like we're forgetting what we're raising up at that point that it's the human form of like a a soul healer like what why would we only talk about the person and not talk about the magic um and so then (laughs) from that it became into like what was Jesus like when he's just hanging out like I know all the stories you know of like you know, the, the snapshots of his life and the very seriousness of his death. I understand those things, but what was he like on a regular day? There's no possible way that this beautiful healing man never laughed or never like, you know, like never sat in that humor part of life or maybe even sarcasm. Like, so to me, it was like, I had to, for my connection, I had to like humanize him (laughs) to, to dehumanize him which doesn't I know it doesn't make sense but I had to humanize him in order to connect 
to the understanding because of how I connect to humans as like souls. But it was like, he was just in that weird spot. Like the teachings were, they just put him in a weird place that I couldn't grasp. I thought, how am I going to connect to this? Because I can recognize that this is a, a, a you know, a, a force in life. How can I connect to it? And that was, I mean, people didn't like to, to hear me ask those questions and, and, you know, just kind of have that concept. But now I'm very happy that I feel that way because I can feel like, like when they try to tell you that Jesus is in you and you're judging yourself and making yourself feel really bad because you're not serious and you're not, you know, being a super soul healer all over the place. It's like, no, no, no. Jesus is in us because he was, you know, regular to, you know, he, he, he wasn't always that person. He laughed and, and slept and, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> all of those things. <laughs> because how, you know, how can we relate to something that's so much grant? Like if you relate to him as the deity, as the, you know, as what religion pictures him, you have no connection. You want people to be religious and to connect to religion again. You humanize Jesus. Yeah. You humanize, you, you humanize the way that we can access them, that it's not just about, you know, because I feel I, you know, I love a Gothic church like the next one. I love, I love them. I love the architecture. I love them. I have, I I get weepy when I go inside a, a church like that, but man, do I ever believe that we don't need a church to, in order to get in touch with God. Mm-hmm. and Jesus and all the angels, they're all with us all the time. Mm-hmm. And if I was made in reflection of a part of God, then sure enough, he's fucking with me because I'm him. Right. Like or you her. say it or, and then not have it be everywhere, <laughs> you know, or, you know, I'm part of them. You know, I right. was made in reflection. So guess what? They're part of me. Right. I, we all are, they're part of all of us. And right. So and that connection being very personal yes. and being very that way, like it transcends into all of this that we're talking about is that, it, you know, like it's not that far out there. If you can just suspend quote unquote reality, or maybe even just programming and yeah. just really get quiet and think about it, you know, just really think about like the times of strength when you didn't know how you were going to get through something. Yeah. Right. Like we like to put that only on us but there's always other forces at work and being able to understand that we can call on them and that we don't have to wait for desperation is pretty exciting yeah (laughs) yeah you don't have to wait till you're in a pickle in order to call on them you can call on them you before you've made the decision that puts you in a pickle to help you make the decision that's best for you (laughs) yes i'm working on that (laughs) (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) I mean, I'm still, I, you know, like, to be honest, like when, when we decided on this topic, I was like, you know, like putting my hands together, like there's so many things that I am going to learn that I like almost can't sit quiet enough to, to learn on my own, um, that you already, you know, like you've already been there. And so I'm like, this can be so exciting because I'm, I'm, I'm forming my new ship you know, like as a person who's leveled up since the last time I was curious, you know, and, and really just kind of understanding this and it's exciting. It's exciting to think of all the people that are listening, doing the same thing. Yeah. And there's tons of angels out there. 
Oh my God. Angel Zadkiel is, he's, he's, he's a messenger from God. He's, you know, he's the one, if you have something you need from God, you tell him and then he'll take it. And, you know, there's, there's so many out there, um, you know, yeah, I'm trying to think in my head, like, what are situations where, you know, like it's really helpful. Like when we were just talking about like, like to not get into desperation or even in desperation, you know, the, like that connection that can be made. I'm trying to think of that, like to, to get some more like real pointed. Like, well, say for example, <laughs> like, okay. A lot of times we have big decisions to make, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things is it's like the right cards. It's like almost like having the right question to ask your tarot cards, right? Yeah. We've talked about that before. Like, mm-hmm. instead of asking, will I get the job? Ask what will happen if I get this job? Mm-hmm. Or what will happen if I get that job and having an understanding of both and knowing which job that you'd rather take. Now, when it comes to the angels, I use them a lot. Probably. I don't want to say too much, but I'm, I'm a big believer in use what you got. So, yeah. and I don't even call on a specific one. I allow whoever has the answer to show up and answer me. Mm-hmm. So I'll be making a decision or I'll be like, okay, I'll have two choices. And I'll name them one or two and I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, angels, one or two. And whatever number I hear is a number that they're telling me to choose. Hmm. So for example, if I'm like, do I, you know, I don't know what the word is. Give me, give me a situation, Vanessa. Ah. (laughs) Um, uh, Here's a good one. People who, you know, are in a job and they don't like it. Do I quit my job or do I stay here? Okay. So I would say, okay. Okay. Angels. I would say, do I start looking for another job and look to quit is number one or staying here is number two. What are you telling me? And out the, out the gate, nine times out of 10, they're going to tell you number one. Right. <laughs> <'Cause if laughs> because you're I'm already hearing it. They're like number one, of course you right. hate your job. <laughs> right. If you're asking, it's because you want out. <laughs> but but at the same time then the next thing can be you know is this the career for me right like or you know kind of allowing it to deepen and going further into you know like uh, kind of widening that like not just this job is this career is this place is this blank for me you know or this one or that one which one's going to make me expand or even just say hey you know, can you give me, can you send me information about where I should, you know, or where not should, where always ask for your highest good. What path is for my highest good? Please show me signs. Like maybe you'll start to see ads for like a career in something else, or maybe you'll start to see ads for, for entrepreneurs who have left their nine to five and is deciding to do something else. It's, you know, they'll show you, they'll give you the feeling, you'll know the sign is for you. And I love that meme that you shared. I, I thanks for the sign, but really, could you send me another one? You know, like I'm waiting for a signier sign. Yeah, <laughs> or sign. <laughs> That's when they roll their eyes at me and they're like, really, we're going to do this. Really? I know. You and that's why I put on my caption, time? like, this is how I get the frying pan to the face guys. Like, this is why it's always like, so this has happened today. And it's mind blowing because I didn't listen the other 17 times that 
sign in front of me. They were like, fine. It's a full stop sign in your face. Yes. <laughs> so, so a way that I ask them and you can ask them a way that I say, okay, angels, this is what I need to know. Is this for my highest good? And please, 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 please bring me billboards. I need billboards. I'm sorry. I'm dense. I question. I doubt. I need a billboard that says, Amy, this is where you need to go. And these neon arrows like pointing at the billboard. That would be great. Thanks. Yeah. And then you can go back and listen to our um, podcast about when our highest good doesn't look the way we want. Yes. (laughs) Because that's half the reason why we ignore the signs. Exactly. Because it's not looking the way we want it to look. So (laughs) open your mind and open your heart up to how the universe is bringing it to you. Because sometimes it's not going to look like it's for our highest good. I'm sorry, but, and I know I mentioned this before, but when I showed up in Portland, I didn't think my highest good was going to be homelessness, (laughs) nor did I think that sharing this really tiny ass cramped apartment next to my friend was my highest good. Yeah. And that, you know, I didn't think all that, but in hindsight, now that I'm in the place that I'm in, mm-hmm. I realize the universe is like, look, girl, you're going to go through depression because you just did another major move. You're, you're, you've, you've done again, another move. You left a place, you're in a new place, you're processing, you've done some major transitions, you have quit your job, you've, you know, you did another Hail Mary across the, country again mm-hmm. you've moved again you know you've got a lot of shit to process and you're going to be depressed and you're not going to have your sugars under control so you're not going to really want to do much and sure enough was was i you know having that person next door to me that if i needed something i just had to go over that idea of connection you know kind of finding my footing dealing with the depression that i was experiencing you know, dealing with the fact that because of no care here, the, the lack of um, medicine that I had to control my sugars, you know, there was so much happening that I was in exactly the right place. Because had I not been in the apartment next door, I would have had to sign one year lease in a place I didn't like. And, and it was so much cheaper that I was able to do that for three months before I actually had to get a job. That's a fucking gift. Yeah. That's a gift. Like, let's not, let's not discount the idea of, of, of the energy that we bring into our brand new spaces, you know, and that like, I I mean, I, I, this is what I've been going through with, with, you know, being here is like, I, the energy that, that I came in here with, um, you know, it's morphed a little bit, but I'm not meant to go to another place until I'm not bringing that same energy. Like I'm not meant to bring that energy along with me. I'm meant to clear it and start new wherever I'm starting new. And I've been able to see the pattern of it looking backwards of that happening a hundred percent, even the ones that were like, well, that's weird how that happened. Like, nope, it didn't happen until you had cleared whatever, and you were ready to step into the next space not out of desperation, not out of, you know, force, but because you were ready, you were wanting, you were, you know, like you were aligned. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 (laughs) it's all right there. And, you know, probably would have been a lot easier (laughs) to be able to understand the connection with the angels (laughs) trying to help along the way, (laughs) wanting to help just sitting there, like, you know, like, (laughs) 
like when, when you know how to do something and nobody will ask you and you just sit there like staring at them, fumbling around like, oh man, <laughs> I can totally make this easier for you, but I can't, I can't put my hands there until you ask for them. <laughs> and, you know, and of course, thankfully I clue in not too long after shit happens, but mm-hmm. Sometimes the universe is going to put you into places that you are like, I don't think this is for my highest good, but it was all necessary. I had the bandwidth to manifest the job I wanted. I had the bandwidth to deal with the, the appeal of the place that I wanted. You know, I had, I knew where I was supposed to be. I didn't know how to get there yet, but I, I had all this time, all this space to heal emotionally and manifest what it is I wanted. I mean, I had more job offers that I turned down than because I didn't need it right away. That Mm -hmm. led me to the one that I did want. And that was, that was so against my grain. That was so against everything in me to not just accept a job. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I, but I didn't want to accept a job and then quit. I didn't want to do that. I didn't, I was like, if I'm going to get a job, I'm going to start. And then I'm, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I don't want to do this, you know, start a new job, quit because I found something better, quit that job. You know, I just wanted to start at the job that was for me and move forward. And I did, but that's because I, I was able to take the time and heal how I was feeling and access my angels and make sure that I was doing what I needed to do. And then I was manifesting something that was for my highest good. Right. That's all, we always yeah. ask for that, but be prepared for it not to look like what you think it should look like. hundred yeah, percent. Even in my new space, the, the, it's not sunshine and roses. I'm still dealing with some of my emotional setbacks, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I'm not grateful. It doesn't mean I don't, I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but I know that I'm here to deal with some shit internally and emotionally and mentally and this is this is why I'm here but it doesn't it didn't feel like the homecoming I felt it was going to be yeah (laughs) but that's not because of the universe that's not because of what I manifested it's because of me and what I'm working through 100% right which is I mean you know the reality being also that our angels are here they're they're going to help us if we let them (laughs) and that we all we always have the ability to block anything if we're not going to be open if we're not going to listen if we're not going to believe you know um that's the other thing that I think has been hard for me you know along the way depending on what it is is like um that idea of you know calling and 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 like you just said wanting to reject the answer because I don't like it And then it makes you feel like you're not supported. It makes you feel like, um, you know, you don't have a connection that you don't have a spirit team helping you out, you know, that your spirit guide sucks or doesn't like you, you know, what, and that you've been abandoned again. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it can make you feel any number of ways, but it, it really is that, that deep trust in your connection and allowing it to be like allowing, you know, the the okay you know better than I do okay you know and just the acceptance the the the, we talk about radical acceptance in psychology all the time but it it I think applies here too of being able to exactly what you said 
here, here it is in front of me. You know, I can, I need to accept what it is, right? Like this is a job in front of me. It's not what I want. I have to accept that this isn't the one. So now I have faith and I have to accept that faith is, is my choice right now and allow it to be and allow my angels to bring me the, the next right thing, because I'm keeping in line with the universe, what I want, you know, I mean, that's the other thing about it is that we, if we ask for something and then we take something that isn't what we asked for, we're just letting them know that that's not that what we've asked for isn't what we want, right. that what we want is what we took, what we chose. Yeah. And we're going to be supported no matter what. Yeah. You, we, it's a, just another reminder spirit is neutral mm-hmm. they love you spirit loves you but if you're asking for spirit something from spirit that it's not for your highest good they're going to help you manifest it mm-hmm. but sometimes they will intervene mm-hmm. sometimes when you ask for your highest good if you say i would like this but i want as long as it's for my highest good then that changes the story because they're like oh you want something that's for your highest good. Let me bring that to you. But when you're fixated on something and you're not budging from what you want it to look like, you'll probably manifest it, but you're not going to like it because it's not for your highest good. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the kind of the disclaimer at the end of it saying, I don't know that I can imagine what's for my highest good because I have a 3d brain. However, this is what I would like, but I am accepting whatever's for my highest good and whatever that is. And you may not know if we're in that, if we're in that moment, right. Where we're trying to do that. What angel do we ask? Whatever. Is this a Uriel, like show me the light. (laughs) It can be truth today. (laughs) To be honest, it can be whatever, whomever you want to it to be, whatever you're connected to. Like in the beginning, I was angel Michael all the time. Please help me manifest this. I really need this. Now I just ask for spirit because Mm -hmm. they know which angel would work best. And I may not, but a lot of times I'm talking to Metatron, my own personal entourage, like whoever you work with, whoever you're connected with the best, I just, just call on them and just, you know, sometimes you do need angel Uriel to find, um, to find light you know, the clarity of what it is. What do I want? What is best for me? You can use it and ask them for it. Also, you can ask Angel Metatron for it to be empowered. You know, you can actually Angel Gabriel because he's connected to God or Angel Zadkiel. He'll connect your wish to God. It's, It's your personal preference. It sounds an awful lot <laughs> like when we're doing work in therapy where we're trying to figure out what it is, the root feeling, Yeah. right? So why am I having trouble making this decision? What do I need right now? I might need somebody to protect my feelings. I mean, some, I need, might need somebody to clarify yeah. what I'm thinking, seeing, feeling, wanting. I might need somebody to just make me jump because I won't jump. <laughs> Like I have all of the information and I just need Metatron to be like, oh man, here we yeah. go. <laughs> or so. you need, or you need somebody like, or you need somebody even just like Raphael, maybe there's something you need to heal in order to get to that space cool. or, you know, or angel Cassiel, you know, she, she helps with the heart. Maybe there's, there's some 
mistrust with your heart that, that you need to heal. And she needs to come in and deal with some grief or some sadness or some depression and help you there. You know, there's different things and different ways, but let me tell you something and let me reassure all of you, whatever you do is correct. Nothing is ever wrong. As long as you're holding reverence and gratitude for your angels, as long as you're you're, you you allow them to be what they are and who they are in your life, the way they're meant to be. And as long as you give yourself the grace and the kindness to always wish for your highest good, you can do nothing wrong. 100%. You, your relationship is yours. Don't ever let a healer, a psychic, a medium, a guide, a whomever, an angel worker to tell you that it's wrong. Because that's the biggest thing is that we try to find that perfection, the perfect, the way everybody else does it. Well, well the safe way that doesn't hurt. Right. The, <laughs> if you're looking for someone else's connection, you're not going to feel connected. Right. You're not going to feel supported. Absolutely. The great, the best way is to just close your eyes and just in prayer and meditation and say, I would like to meet my angel today. Who's my angel for today? Who's helping me today? And maybe you'll get an answer and maybe you won't. Maybe you'll, you'll get a sign later on. Maybe an article about Angel Gabriel will show up or maybe you'll find like, you know, you'll see feathers or you'll see, you know, you'll, you'll hear about an angel name or maybe they'll tell you, you know, mm-hmm. trust that connection, trust what you hear, trust what you feel. It, it, it's all, we're all connected to it. Mm-hmm. But no, just don't ever let anyone tell you that you're wrong. I just really encourage you to never let, and if somebody does say, okay, thank you for your input and leave that at the door, leave it at their door of insecurity of trying to manipulate and control someone else. Just leave it there and don't feed into it. Amen. Amen. Because even when we make, we make mistakes, right? They're not wrong. Because the, if we're making them mindfully, right? Like w- there was a reason, there's a reason for stuff. And, and our reason, even if it's based in trauma, doesn't make it wrong. It makes it real. It's radical acceptance. It is what it is. And that's okay. It's always going to be what it's going to be, you know? And it's just that matter of, you know, like we, we can't heal from negativity. You know, we can't heal from, from you know, thinking negative about our, our actions, you know, we can, we can, I laugh at myself when I, well, I wasn't really, uh, <laughs> so that was a weird one. Like that wasn't probably the best step I could take, but there was a reason I took it, you know? And like, so I'm just going to, you know, look into that and try to heal that, you know, so that I can stay positive in the idea that, you know, my missteps show my healing needs. And that's a good thing because yeah. without those missteps, I won't heal those things you know, and, and I'm all about it. And I think that that's, you know, that's important on this journey, even on this journey of, you know, trying to connect more spiritually, where it doesn't mean you don't, you, you cease to make mistakes. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you all of a sudden have all of the clarity and make all of, you know, you're, you, you're always walking in the direction that, you know, the, the path to heaven, like sometimes we just step off and it's okay. It's, a, it's, it's part of, who we are and what we're, what we've experienced, but we are never alone and we can always heal everything. If that becomes our choice. Yep. And if you need a break, 
Jesus is waiting for you in the field of daisies out in left field, waiting for you to come pick daisies with him. Oh, just laying them. <laughs> but he's always there. Whenever I, visual, I, I was like, I want to go lay with Jesus and daisies. <laughs> whenever, because I always say I'm out in left field picking daisies when I'm taking a mental check day off. And, and all the time he's like, I'm here waiting for you <laughs> because they know you also need that moment. It's not always about healing and pushing forward. You, we sometimes need a fucking break. Yeah. We need a break to be able to say, I've come really far and to rest and to give yourself a moment of just enjoying existing where you're at. And they will support that. They're not going to push you constantly to do things that are healing and whatever they want you to continue to heal, but they also understand you need to rest and you need to see how far you've come. And you need that moment of, of being in that vibration and saying, shit, I've done so much work. And, and feeling gratitude for yourself and pride and that sense of, I did that for me, nobody else, but for me, and I'm thankful we all need a break, but I know I'm, Vanessa, I'm experiencing a, a moment of needing a break right now in my life. Girl, we are aligned in this. <laughs> so, so the angels know that. So like today, they were like, let's just talk about angels. It's fun. It's easy. Okay. I'm with you on that one. A hundred percent. And that's what, I mean, it felt like there could be nothing else after like, once that was thrown out there, it was like, the only question is how, because it's not, and it's not, not going to happen. It's a hundred percent what it feels like yeah. needs to be. And it has been. You know, I think, I think in all honesty, it's like, I even, I feel I'm still, I still need that break. I still need to lay in the daisies, but I just feel much better, you know, about that reminder. Like I said, at the beginning, you know, when we first started, like, this is, this is a refresher for me. This is a level up for me. This is education for me that I, for some reason needed to get it this way. Well, it's, and it's obvious that the reason why I didn't do it before was because it needed to happen today. Yeah. In the space that I was in. (laughs) in the daisies (laughs) so i hope you've learned something i hope that everybody has taken something from it even if it's just a reassurance that you are on your path and you do have a solid connection and that you enjoy and maybe there's a new angel that you want to connect with maybe you're gonna connect with jesus tomorrow or you know whatever it is i hope that you've taken something from this and i hope that you use it to your highest good i hope that you can find heart in your spiritual support team because we're supporting you and they're supporting you. So you're good. You're, you're, you're good. So we love you guys. We thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Love you. Thank you for joining us on Freud's angels. We are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us to continue the healing. Connect with us on Instagram at Freud's underscore angels and on Facebook at Freud's angels. Please subscribe to the show so that we may help you continue your journey. And remember to give us some love in the review section. If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center. And always remember you are loved. You are worthy. And the world needs your light.